Welcome to the Wookiee Gunners Rebels Chat with your host, Jonah Marie, and the Obi-Wan to my Quinlan boss, my mom, Maria. Nice. <laughs> Rebels Chat is a family-friendly podcast where my daughter and I share impressions, reactions, and our favorite moments of the latest Star Wars Rebels episode. Since our favorite show is on break, we'll be looking at other parts of the Star Wars universe. In episode 80, we will be talking about the next three episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 3, Assassin, Evil Plans, and Hunt for Zero. And of course, we couldn't record these episodes without Quinlan Voss himself, Sal Perales of the Rogue Rebels. How's it going, Sal? It's going pretty good, and I just want to be the Voss to you guys' Quinlan. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> in Assassin, Ahsoka Tano is tasked with the job to protect Senator Padme Amidala during a political mission to Alderaan. After being plagued by recurring visions of a recently deceased bounty hunter, Aura Singh. In Evil Plan, C-3PO is abducted by the bounty hunter Cat Bane, who is looking for information about the Senate building on behalf of Jabba the Hutt. And in Hot for Zero, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Quinlan Voss are, yeah. tasked <laughs> are tasked with the mission to retrieve Zero after Cat Bane broke him out of prison. Uh, Sal's been waiting for us to do this for, I, I want to say, two years now. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they're doing Clone Wars, I'm like, you don't have to watch all of the Clone Wars. Like, one episode would be good. <laughs> you know? I mean, you could if you want to, but, you know. <laughs> it's a good 22 unmissable minutes. <laughs> and they're a good 22 minutes because yeah. Quinlan Voss is an awesome character. And even Ma at one point I, was I, like... I, I, when, I, when I started watching and this guy came up and says, What? He's a Jedi? He's not a Jedi. He's a surfer dude. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get there, we're going to touch on Assassin. And the fortune cookie for this episode was the future has many paths. Choose wisely. And this yes. really was a fortune, fortune cookie. cookie yeah. Like I can see myself opening a fortune cookie and seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> choose wisely, Jonah. I, I will choose wisely. <laughs> I like the idea that they're all fortune cookies now. And just one day you're at the restaurant and you open it up and it's like, Brothers in arms or brothers for life. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, how does, how does this help me? <laughs> I don't even have a brother. <laughs> and so we have Anakin being assigned to a mission, but Ahsoka is told to stay behind to continue her studies. And Ahsoka said, you know, you said it yourself. I learn more in the field than I ever do here. So she's frustrated because she wants to be out there learning. Yes. Ahsoka is taking on too much of Anakin's qualities, <laughs> you know, a <laughs> little bit impatient. She doesn't want to wait. But she but also exhibits his good qualities. qualities yes. Uh, you know, like a teenager. <laughs> oh, the qualities that he should have. Yeah. yeah. And then Anakin tells her to stay out of trouble as he leaves. I love that. He was standing on the ramp. Yeah, he, He's like, stay out of trouble. <laughs> like, did that ever stop him? You know? <laughs> I like to think that he heard that a lot when Obi-Wan went on a mission. Yeah, right? <laughs> and and then Ahsoka has a force vision soon after of Aura Singh, who we last saw going down in a ship. And she sees this vision while she's sleeping and believes it to be a dream. But she finds out later that Hondo had rescued her. And I'm like, Hondo, look at your life. Look at your choices. <laughs> well, that's what the fortune cookie's there. I know. Choose wisely, Hondo. Choose wisely. <laughs> And he did not. <laughs> I, I doubt Hondo ever regretted pulling her out of the wreckage. 
hand on that's that's the thing about that pirate he does not regret anything he does no matter where he leads him <laughs> he yeah. just enjoys the moment yeah he he enjoys the ride he just <laughs> all right well and she's gone next what am i going to do <laughs> let's attack a ship full of of little Padawan Jedi. <laughs> maybe, or maybe let's go terrorize a farm. What do you guys want to do? Yeah. <laughs> and then she ends up going to Master Yoda, who tells her that they're actually not dreams, they're premonitions, and to not underestimate them and to meditate to see them clearly. That, that you know, I love Yoda because <laughs> I do. I love the little dude. But... <laughs> Man, does he? That guy likes to meditate. Every every solution. It's like the 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 the, the father in, in in my Greek fat wedding with the Windex. He's with meditation. Man, man, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I can't yeah, he, he's with the meditation. Everything is meditate. Like, come on, dude. Like, well, meditating helps in this situation because it helps her see clearly, and that's what she ended up doing at the very end of the episode. She had to. Focus and see who was behind this entire plot. So it doesn't seem to work all the time. Oh, I mean, you know, Windex doesn't work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh-huh. Yoda meditated through a lot of the Clone Wars, and it didn't help a whole lot until he got up and got out and went on a mission. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, so then he got a little bit more clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she ends up going to the library, uh, as one does when you have to study, because I recommend you you all go. (laughs) You do that. It's best to go to the library. You do that. (laughs) I'm just saying, the the little kids who are listening to the show, don't study in your room. You're just going to get distracted. You got to go to the library. (laughs) Okay, if you say so. I was totally cool in that moment. (laughs) Um, and so she ends up, I love that she says I should be out there fighting, not in here studying. Every, every time I see, like I mentioned in another episode, every time I watch these, I always think of how Ahsoka is very much, or how Ezra is very much like Ahsoka in that he needs to go do something and, and participate and contribute. Yeah, well, well, that's what teenagers do, you know? If you look at, at the world out there, they're anxious little beings. They, they they cannot stay still. They cannot just hold it in. Why do you think I develop what you call the, the twitch in my legs uh, when I'm uh-huh. constantly moving? Because I wasn't allowed to move. Oh, okay. I needed to move somehow. <laughs> fidget. You fidget. Fidget, yeah. yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which, by the way, now that you mentioned, and I mentioned that word, where do these fidget spinners come from? Do you know what I'm talking about, Sal? Where these kids have these little things that spin. Oh, like those little spinners? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I don't know, but Axel has one. <laughs> of course he has one. He's like, yeah, we need a fidget spinner. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and then he's like hitting her with like, oh, and it relieves stress. And I'm like, calm down, tiny one. You don't even know. <laughs> yet. <What> stress. <laughs> you know, and then he got one, and it like glows in the dark. Oh wow! You know, and and it just I don't know. He just plays with it periodically, and that's it. It doesn't do anything. He was like, you know, I guess they all have him in school, so he's like, oh, like you know, one of my friends does this, or he pops out the core, or something. You know what I mean? Like they all have their little things, and he's like, but mine glows in the dark, so mine's the coolest. And then he comes back the next day, and he's like, well. 
Uh, they got too popular, so we can't take them to school anymore. <laughs> uh, that that that's like the tops when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. Right, or like yo-yos. Yo-yos. Or yo-yos. yo-yos. Yeah, I remember yo-yos being the thing when I was in school, and I was just like, man, I really gotta get the one that allows you to like walk, like, walk the dogs dog. or whatever. And it never did it, and I was just like, I hate this stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was like uh, I don't know if you guys had that, but like you know they had a presentation in these like professional yucks and then sell you yo-yos, and then for like a month after that, everybody in school had a yo-yo. Yeah, <laughs> wanted a yo-yo. I'm not sure what the educational point of all that was. <laughs> I, I don't understand, you know, like where the uh, why that was a presentation in school. Wow. Or if they were like, hey, we'll give you, you know, a twenty percent cut if you let us come sell come yo-yos to, to sell school. The yo-yo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, anyway, no, I mean, that was our tangent of the show. <laughs> Trends in, yeah. in society. Uh, so good to not have a yo-yo or a fidget spinner. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, one one thing that I was into was uh, the little Tamagotchis. The little oh things. Oh my God, yes. Everyone had to have a Tamagotchi. Uh, and, and, and when you couldn't take it somewhere, I had to take care of the freaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, not only had to take care of a child, I had to take care of a, a digital child. A digital thing. <laughs> yeah. I remember those happening, but I was like, that's not even like, what, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. I know. Good times. Good times. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets another vision and she sees that this time it's Padme that's in danger. And it's very similar to Revenge of the Sith when Anakin gets a vision of Padme in danger. Um, but instead of being desperate about it, like how he went about it in that movie, she actually seeks more guidance and she doesn't act recklessly without thinking. Yeah. She ends up um, finding out that Padme and Bale are leading a conference concerning the refugees from the war on Alderaan. And she's surprised that Padme's still going to go, even though she's told that her life is in danger. And Patty had asked us a question. She said, what are your opinions on how Padme took the news that she was in danger? Pa- Padme always, um, she, she's, she's the level-headed one. Yeah. You know, she, she, she knows she has a duty. She she knows what she's ex- what is expected of her, what she's supposed to do in order to help others, and she she's not gonna waive that determination for anything. And her life is her life is meaningless if she doesn't accomplish what she's supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. what she knows she's supposed to be doing. So having you know that that sense of I could lose my life really. Although pressing is not going to stop her. Right, right. It's definitely tough to rattle somebody like that. I mean, you know, she was queen when she went to war when she was 14, dude. Like, what is, you know what I mean? Like, what is, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she feels that she needs to go through with this regardless. And that's admirable uh, because a lot of people Mm -hmm. in her situation would cancel plans and 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 go somewhere else or hide in the meantime until the situation has been resolved and she's like no i I got stuff to do i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) this assassin's gonna have to wait (laughs) all right assassin you're gonna have to roll with my schedule i know right (laughs) (laughs) and so i love the quote that yoda ends up telling ahsoka which is always in motion is the future and many possible futures there are that was in the trailer of the season three trailer. I remember, like, and I remember being like, "Oh, that sounds so awesome!" Hey, <laughs> yeah. and if you think about it, like, every decision you make has a different future mm-hmm. in sight. 
as a consequences of it of that decision. So there's many futures, right? Yeah, I like to think of that. Like sometimes I remember um, because Stargate was really big on that, and I was just like, man, what if I had chosen to go to this university instead of that university? Like, where would I be now if I had chosen that path? And it's just really weird to think about. Like, I spent hours really thinking about where would I be if I had done this. Yeah. yeah, and that's right. dangerous too. Is it? Yes, because there's there's some people who get stuck because they they don't they. Well, I get easily distracted. I see yeah. something shiny, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe you should get a fidget spinner. I should get a fidget spinner. Exactly. That's exactly what I should get. Release improve focus. <laughs> yes. uh, Axel will tell you the whole list of uh, health benefits. Apparently. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I I shall have a conversation with him regarding that. <laughs> Sure, it'll be wonderful. <laughs> and and Patty had also asked, Ahsoka seeks advice from Yoda about her dreams. What did you both think of the advice Yoda gives her? You know how sometimes he can be vague to the point where you're like... No, no, he was clear. <laughs> he, he was clear, yeah. He, this time around, he was straight to the point. This yeah. is what you need to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. he, he tends to be very vague with his advice. Right, right. Yeah. Like with, with the whole Malachor thing and Ezra... And I was just like, like what? what? The, what? <laughs> like, really? Can you just say something more concise, more like to the point? Yeah, but I feel like Rebellion era Yoda gives you a little bit more. At least he's pushing for something. Like Clone Wars Yoda's is always the answer that you already know. Right. Like, hey, I, I'm meditating and I'm seeing these visions that I can't quite get clearly. Oh, well, why don't you meditate so you can see them more clearly? <laughs> you know, Anakin's like, hey. I'm scared somebody's going to die. Like, oh, we'll get ready to let go of people that die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, his 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 like, his like Clone Wars uh, advice is never really anything other than, like, don't do what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I definitely yeah. see that. Yeah. Like, at least he's telling Luke, like, oh, you can go to Cloud City, but you are going to mess everything up, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, FYI. He's telling Ahsoka, like, well, I mean, you know, do whatever. Try, try to see your vision more clear, I guess. <laughs> meditate. That's what I do. You want to pull up a little couch chair cushion? Yeah. Do you want to float around with me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so uh, Ahsoka asks to go with Padme, and Padme grants her the permission to come along, which would be nice for them to bond regardless. And, and so they end up having this beautiful conversation about you know, insecurities and learning to trust in oneself. And and Padme said that she uh, Padme <laughs> Patty said that she loved the scenes between Ahsoka and Padme, especially when Padme was acting like a big sister and reassuring Ahsoka about her fears and abilities. What did you both think of this relationship? I wanted more of it, to be honest. Yeah, um, I'm partial to the to the mother daughter kind oh, of so thing. Also, you see it as a mother daughter rather than a big yeah, sister, little sister. Because Padme is not a kid, even if she were to be young. In, in her maturity and, and her mind, she's not a kid, mm. you know? Even when she was a kid, she was queen and she was fighting wars. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so um, I, I see it more like a, a mother-daughter gotcha. relationship. But it's still, still uh, I, I love the way that she approached it from her, her yes. background, her experience. Her own experiences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we moms tend to forget to do that. Mm. We 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 try to avoid telling our stories to our children 
thinking that somehow that's going to damage them and without realizing that that's exactly what they need right. to see to see us more like people real people as opposed as to the big mom and the big dad you know yeah exactly right about here is where the music was really really cool and like this whole episode the music was great in this episode oh yeah yeah like there was some cool music at this part and i like this was like the first time that we really got them to explore that relationship a little bit and i think it might happen a few more times throughout the series but like this is the first time that they went off on their own yeah if i remember yeah correctly. i think you so know? yeah it is the it is the first time and it really got to me when she said when they were because they were playing the jark and they uh, Padme had teased her and saying that you know maybe one day you you'll beat me and obviously they'll they'll never have, have that, that day. Oh no! Why did I give myself emotions? <laughs> 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 and so Ahsoka ends up having another vision while she's sleeping and believes Padme to be in danger in that moment. And so she moves quickly to stand and she ends up standing on her bed, bed. sort of like <laughs> yeah. how Anakin in an yeah. Attack of the Clones, where he's just like jumping on her bed and she's like, whoa, whoa what's going on? <laughs> and so they arrive on Alderaan and I love the music they play here because it's Leia's theme. That they're right. playing in the background. And it was so great to see Alderaan because it's one of those, you know, when you first saw it in A New Hope, it was from afar. Yeah. So there was just no connection whatsoever. And so over time, obviously, it's been explored in other areas. But canon wise, uh, this was our first time. Well, in Revenge of the Sith, we touched down yeah. on it, but it wasn't really we, we didn't spend too much time there. And you got so, it for 10 yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and we got Breha for like five seconds. And I'm just yeah. like, no, I wish we could have seen her hey, in this episode. Got a baby. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Have to eat. And, 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 you know, and Patty ends up saying, uh, she, she said, uh, loved seeing Alderaan. Too bad we did not get to see more of this planet. And, of course, more of Bale's wife, Breha. And I'm just like, oh, I agree completely. Because I, I feel like she's completely neglected in, in literature and in everything. <laughs> And even in the Ahsoka novel um, that we read last year, uh, you, you you saw her being mentioned, but it was more Bale's relationship with Leia and Bale's relationship with Ahsoka. So it was just like, ah, oh, so frustrating, so close. Is it the Ahsoka novel where it mentions that like she's the queen and he's kind of like the senator? So yeah, she's the one like running stuff, right? And he's doing senating while he's like rebelling on the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I was just oh, like, yeah, oh. Like, Cool. So she's basically Padme at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, when she was 14. <laughs> and I love that Ahsoka, when she enters the, um, the I guess, uh, what is it a palace? I, don't, I guess you can call it a palace. It was pretty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she ends up, place. Yeah. <laughs> so she ends up sitting on the floor in the middle of the hall to meditate. Like there was just no other place, place for to. her. <laughs> For her to do it, she just ends up sitting well, right like there. Well, I like how it was like all the other guards, like they stand guard, but a Jedi doesn't have to stand up because they'll be ready if something happens. Right, right. <laughs> you know, they could pop up. I thought that was cool. <laughs> and just going back to that that Breha thing real quick, it was interesting seeing the differences of what we know of Alderaan because now that I'm thinking about it, if Breha's queen around the time the the last days of Alderaan, so to speak, like then maybe she's the one who instituted the. Uh, the policy of like no weapons and all that kind of stuff. Cause here, like everybody's got weapons. That's true. Back in the Senate days, back in the Republic days, they weren't pa a pacifist planet at that time. Anyway, maybe she sort of took a page out of uh, Satine's 
Although I guess Satine's planet has a lot of weapons too. That's true. Yeah, hidden well, weapons. Satine's supposed to be a pacifist, but her guards have. But her guards guns. have yeah. weapons. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting point. I didn't even think about that. Well, because she says like we have no weapons, so maybe she means like a fleet or something like that. But she says no weapons, and I always thought that to mean like oh, you know, you you fly to Alderaan, you check your gun at the door. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you get the way out or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but now we're seeing like you know all the guards had had weapons. Yeah, because that was the thing that I was thinking. I was like, "Ooh, she's gonna have to sneak that gun in. Like, how's she gonna get a gun on Alderaan?" But then everybody's got guns on Alderaan. I was like, "Oh, she just she brought in a suitcase. That's all she did. <laughs> she just waltzed in." With yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Is it registered? Cool. Bye. <laughs> Um, and so Ahsoka is then taken to the room where Padme will be making her speech and she recognizes it as the as the place where she's going to get shot. And Padme is still optimistic. She says that they have a fighting chance. And I'm just like, wow, I wish yeah. I had your mentality because I'd be peeing in my pants right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have been at least like, I mean, maybe you could give me a little bulletproof corset or something <laughs> you know you just throw a little put, put me behind some um like like the pope behind some uh yeah. bulletproof just guard glass. my heart and give me a helmet the pope yeah 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 the pope stand you know she stands there covered by this bulletproof glass a pad a padme mobile yeah. <laughs> and we switch on over to padme and ahsoka on admiring the beauty of alderaan on the balcony and ahsoka ends up telling her you know go back inside for your safety you're pretty vulnerable out here and padme says ahsoka i can't stop living my life unless you get shot i know unless you <laughs> <laughs> you'd be right? surprised senator <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's true. You don't want to stop living life just because... You want to stop being who you are and doing the things that, you know, you're supposed to do just because of the possibility of something bad happening. Right, because if that bad never happens, you f- look back and you're like, well, dang. I This is how a lot of phobias um, <laughs> develop. develop. You know, people start with, with little things, being afraid of little things. And as they grow older, their, their brains just keep on adding to that. And age just makes it even worse. And there's a point where you don't live. And right. life passes you by and you haven't done anything because you're afraid right yeah mm-hmm. yeah although you know planes i still don't understand how those things are in the air let's let's be honest <laughs> if someone's uh, afraid fine. of flying Jonah Marie, that's a gift <laughs> from the, the the technological universe to you you don't need to understand it just enjoy it they got like two fidget spinners on each wing <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, there are people that I know who are afraid of flying, my aunt being one of them. Can you imagine if there were no planes, you would have never seen uh, New Zealand? That's true, that's true. This is you would have never seen... Oh, I would have gone on a ship or something. <laughs> you would have never seen the, the, the uh, Easter Island. That's true, that's true. It's taken you like six months to see uh, New Zealand. <laughs> For like five days. And then, uh, <laughs> wait, didn't, didn't my aunt, your sister, didn't she go to Puerto Rico and end up staying there because she didn't want to take oh, yeah, the plane yeah. back. My, my sister, yeah. My sister uh, went um, on vacation to see to see my mom 
And it took her, I don't know, almost a year to get back. <laughs> Because she didn't want to take the plane back. <laughs> If there were no planes, I wouldn't have seen you at Celebration. That's true. This is true. Yes. <laughs> And so uh, during the speech, Padme ends up talking about the events of Naboo and the costs of war and, you know, the repercussions of that. And Aura Singh is taking aim in that moment. I love that she sneaked into the vents and, and the vents is just like the easiest way to get into in and out of something and we see the jedi do it all the time especially ezra and, <laughs> and still Rebels. nobody keeps watch nobody well there were guards in there but there was only the one and she cracked his neck <laughs> i like her sneaking costume yes her sneaking costume <laughs> yeah. and ahsoka acts quickly and she heads on up there because she senses someone up there and she interrupts aura And thankfully, she did that because in knocking her out, she... Uh, Deviated hit, the bullet. Yeah, and the uh, and hit up... Oh, my God. I'm forgetting people's name. Padme's shoulder. <laughs> so, thankfully, Ahsoka was there to assist and avoid some major catastrophe. Though, had uh, had Padme been shot, hypothetically speaking, like in the in the head or something, how do you think Anakin would have reacted to that? The same he would have reacted in episode three when she Do didn't come back. Do you think so? <laughs> no. I, 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 because he had other I things. Think because this is this is the thing in, in, in episode three. The whole plan from the Sith was already in effect. Uh, in, 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 at, at the end of his, uh, you know, at the culmination of everything that he was looking to do. At this point in in history, he still has a lot of blocks to put along the way, you know. Mm -hmm. So right. I don't think it 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 could have led to the same. It it could it would definitely devastate him, devastate him, and let him to become evil. There's no doubt about it. But I, it would not have led to that either. <laughs> Palpatine's like my plan. My plan is going. <laughs> yeah, is acting faster than, than I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because at this point, the, 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 all the ducks are not in the row yet, right, you know? Right, right. Uh, let's put it this way. Like, let's say that that's the extreme on that side, and right, uh, you know, about a year or whatever before this, the other extreme is when his mom died. So, uh. like, that's that's kind of his two reactions, before the plan has hit fruition and after the plan has hit fruition. So yeah. let's say it's going to be somewhere in the middle of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously there's no village to go after in this case. No, no village. Um, But he will definitely not be a Jedi anymore. He might assign blame, you know, to whatever he feels. Obviously, Aura Singh would not be safe. <laughs> no. no. You know, but um, I don't know. Like, do you think that would create a huge rift between him and Ahsoka, for instance? <gasps> yeah. You know, he might blame... Not being able to say, you know, I, I if I was me, I would gonna be the most powerful Jedi ever, and I would <laughs> saved her. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then again, he didn't get the visions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what if there was a lot of blame for herself to be like, okay, but I couldn't save her because she got the visions and she just wasn't strong enough. If I had the visions, then maybe I could have done something about it. True. Yeah. Very true. And so Bale and Ahsoka end up recommending that Padme go back to Coruscant as she's healing. And she go Padme again, even after being shot. She's like, uh, if someone wants me dead, they will follow me wherever I go. And she's right. Yeah. I came to make a speech and I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to make it. I'm going to drop that mic at the end uh, of it. <laughs> bring me a computer. 
Let me type. <laughs> and, and so Ahsoka comes up with an idea that could help her keep her safe while also attend the conference, and that's by using a droid. While the speech is taking place, Ahsoka senses that Aura's not in that location, and she ends up running towards Padme's room because that's where Aura was waiting to strike. And I love that with her speech, Padme, towards the end of it, she said, if you strike my voice down, know that a chorus of thousands shall rise up in its place, for you have no dominion over the righteous. And the rebellion, essentially, the little pieces start building. There's an explosion that comes after, which opens up. Very slowly at first. There's like a non-existent at first. But over time, people feel the repression. And that's what eventually builds into the rebellion. But I just really liked that that final part of her speech. And so Ahsoka deflects the incoming blaster shots from Aura Singh. And Padme is the one to render Aura unconscious. I like that they had that. She had the the blaster by her side in stun mode. And took her out. (laughs) And so Padme and the others return to Coruscant. And so Ahsoka uses her abilities to see what other details she can extract. And she ends up hearing bizarre laughter and purple. Zero. (laughs) Zero, the hutch, (laughs) is who she ends up seeing. But Padme is the one who recognizes the description. And I love that they go pave Zero a visit. And Ahsoka is the one to basically trick him into confessing the that he was behind it all behind their whole uh, Uh plan of assassination yeah yeah and i like that Uh, anakin has started the conversation but she was the one to get it out of him and then end the the conversation it was it was really cool for her to take over that part with like the every cop show trick yeah (laughs) like they said it all and they're like what i knew i should have hired someone else (laughs) oh yourself man (laughs) we already know it I just need you to see it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and so moving on, we have uh, episode eight, which is Evil Plans. And the fortune cookie for that one is a failure in planning is a plan for failure. Yes, this is true. I always have to plan my things out because I always feel like if I don't, I just end up doing nothing and then that's failing. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that day's gone. That essentially, yeah. I could have accomplished so much. I know if I don't get a plan started by like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, then I consider the rest of the day overdone. And I'm just like, well, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. Well, today's spent Netflix time. Netflix. <laughs> I, I, I spent my whole day planning. <laughs> yes, you do. I plan to plan and nothing gets done anyway. <laughs> Well, if you spend one whole day planning, at least you get like six more days of like accomplishments, in theory. N- not in the work I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, this is what some people would have called a fellow episode if it was Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> do you agree, sort of? Yeah, I, it's not my favorite. Like, once, once, anytime it's like a droid episode, I'm like, all right, it's... We're going to have some fun, I guess. <laughs> I, I like the, the, the droid episodes, but I didn't right. find the, the purpose to this one. It was just like a, an explanation as to how Cad got the, the plans, but we could have done without it. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's all out of order. It's all out of order, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This happens and he gets the plans for the Senate building, 
and then they're discussing on freeing Zero, and then the next episode would be back in season one, where he, he frees Zero the Hut, mm-hmm. and then that rolls straight into the next episode that we're going to see, which is the one with where they go to track down Zero the Hut. Right. So really, that's what's happening, but it's all out of order, so here you have them capturing 3PO, and they're on a search for Yogan Fruit. <laughs> but to me, it was a fun episode because I like Cad Bane a lot. Yeah, Cad Bane's cool. You know? So you get to see that that side of him again. I like the the fact yeah. that that we get to see R two D two and his vein. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. He wanted to get buffed up, ma. <laughs> That's just yeah. being vain because of him. Everything happened. Uh, we need our you know joints oiled up every once in a while. <laughs> Can't turn down a free car wash. I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> and so Padme is preparing for a social gathering, and the dessert is missing an important ingredient, which is the yogan fruit. And Anakin ends up sending C-3PO and R2 to get some yogans for that cake. I think this is the first time that we like fi- learn about yogan fruits, right? I think so, because I, d- I don't remember seeing it in season one or two. Canon yogan fruit. Yeah, canon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in Rebels, it was Melu Run. So Melu the Melu Run, Run versus Yogans, which one's better? <laughs> Apparently, Melu Runs are rarer. Yeah, they're rarer. Yeah. <laughs> at least on that place. At least on Lothal. <laughs> and so they end up finding a vendor who tells them a very bad joke. Uh, was it? It was something about uh, how my uncle told me to keep watch on my health. No, oh, that he's like, and while I was watching my health. They stole my credits. Yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah. And three PO and R two are like, all right, so you got Yogans or what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love that he said um, at the start of that conversation. He said, "Can the Jedi use the Force?" And then C three PO was like, "I'll take that as a yes." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll assume you mean yes. Yeah. <laughs> And, <laughs> and so Cad Bane ends up seeing C-3PO out in the wild, and that's his target. That's who he's trying to get because he has information that he needs. And he ends up sending Toto to distract them, and C-3PO is the one who ends up getting captured, while R2-D2 is like, no, I'm going to go straight to the spa, which I like to think of it as like a Pokemon <laughs> center. So <laughs> <laughs> where all the Pokemon get healed. Um, but yeah, it was totally... Size more, like, to the point. Yeah, but I feel like Rebellion-era Yoda gives you a little bit more... At least he's pushing for something. Like, Clone Wars Yoda is always the answer that you already know. Right. Like, hey, I, I'm meditating and I'm seeing these visions that I can't quite get clearly. Oh, well, why don't you meditate so you can see them more clearly? <laughs> you know, Anakin's like, hey, I'm scared somebody's gonna die. Like, oh, well, get ready to let go of people that die. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like his 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 like his Clone Wars uh, advice is never really anything other than like, don't do what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, like at least he's telling Luke, like, no, oh, you can go to Cloud City, but you are gonna mess everything up just so you know. <laughs> yeah, FYI. he's telling Ahsoka, like, well, I mean, you know, do whatever. Try try to see your vision more clear. I guess. <laughs> Why don't you meditate. That's what I do. You want to pull up a little couch chair cushion? Do you want to float around with me? (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, Ahsoka asks 
to go with Padme, and Padme grants her the permission to come along, which would be nice for them to bond regardless. And and so they end up having this beautiful conversation about you know insecurities and learning to trust in oneself. And and Padme said that she uh, Padme <laughs> Patty said that she loved the scenes between Ahsoka and Padme, especially when Padme was acting like a big sister and reassuring Ahsoka about her fears and abilities. What did you both think of this relationship? I wanted more of it, to be honest. Yeah, um, I'm partial to the to the mother daughter kind oh, of so thing. Also, you see it as a mother daughter rather than a big yeah, sister, little sister. Because Padme is not a kid, even if she were to be young. In, in her maturity and, and her mind, she's not a kid, mm. you know? Even when she was a kid, she was queen and she was fighting wars. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so um, I, I see it more like a, a mother-daughter gotcha. relationship. But it's still, still uh, I, I love the way that she approached it from her, her yes. background, her experience. Her own experiences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we moms tend to forget to do that. Mm. We 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 try to avoid telling our stories to our children, thinking that somehow that's gonna damage them, and without realizing that that's exactly what they need right. to see to see us more like people, real people, as opposed as to the big mom and the big dad. You know? Yeah, exactly. Right about here is where the music was really, really cool. And, like, this whole episode, the music was great in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there was some cool music at this part. And I like, this was, like, the first time that we really got them to explore that relationship a little bit. And I think it might happen a few more times throughout the series. But, like, this is the first time that they went off on their own. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, it it is the first time. And... It really got to me when she said when they were because they were playing the Jark and they uh, Padme had teased her and saying that you know maybe one day you you'll beat me and obviously they'll they'll never have, have that, that day. Oh no! Why did I give myself emotions? <laughs> 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 and so Ahsoka ends up having another vision while she's sleeping and believes Padme to be in danger in that moment. And so she moves quickly to stand and she ends up standing on her bed, but, sort of like 